Hello, friends, and welcome to the 26th edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound Balloons. We're here to give you 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots for MLS Fantasy. We'll talk a bit what ha- about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and we'll get into some strategy when we can. My name is Steve McPherson, and I'm joined this week by returning guest host Billy Rogers, who I'm hereby appointing the position of permanent co-host <laughs> because Jamie Watson beat both of us this past week. I had 74 points, Billy had 73, Jamie had 79, so out the door he goes. I heard he's out of Atlanta, Atlanta. United, our favorite, uh, our favorite team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually, Jamie is traveling for Houston. He's going. He's in Houston. So, uh, so we. It, that's what he, that's his, what he wants you to believe. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so he's. Uh, but taking his place is is, uh, is Billy, uh, who has been doing a great job and doing a great job with fantasy. He really takes it seriously, which I appreciate. He sends me emails. He he will slack me links to updates from uh, local papers in teams. <laughs> cities to let me know what's going on with people like whether they're injured or traveling. So I appreciate that. I, d- I dig in, you know, you have to be very competitive. I love to win. <laughs> competitive spirit. I played, played college sports, obviously. So you have to be okay. kind of, you know, very into it. Sure. And I think that whenever I do something, you know, you do it to the fullest, obviously. Sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that. I love that will to win. Tell me, uh, Tell me what went right for you this past week. What were some of your, your you do booms and busts. What went you know, right? Yeah, no, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was kind of a weirdo week uh, for me. I sort of felt like I, I thought I was doing pretty well. And then when I looked at the final score, I was like, oh, I just didn't get something out of those last couple of games. So I think. Did you was, hit double digits with anybody who wasn't a captain? No. Okay, me, me either. All right. I will say, though, my, my highest scoring player was a nine, which was Valeri. Yeah. He's my captain. So I guess I kind of got that right, where okay. it was nice to have, you know, I had um, Valeri on nine uh, as well as Pozuelo. So yeah. I had two nine players who were like, you know, one off of double digits. Yeah. And one of them was captain. So that was kind of good. But otherwise... I think I about threw my laptop out the window four or five times, you know, Cincinnati <laughs> coming in clutch with their 90th minute PK as usual. Yeah. Uh, then you have we'll Benny Phil Hopper with his chip over Steve Clark. You know, that was, that was oh so painful. Yeah. So painful, especially because I switched them out thinking I'd get the clean sheet. Yeah. You, whenever you switch out somebody, you're just begging for, for disasters. So I was uh, just watching that game and one, we had the Brian Fernandez goal. And then yeah. two, obviously, you had that chip. And I remember sitting there. It was literally in slow motion. I saw my five points going, going, going. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fernandez was frustrating since he didn't start, but then he scored. But, you know, that's all he did is he exactly. got, he's got, the, he got those points. So I had Valerian Pozuelo also. I also had Aro, who got the, the, the clean sheet, even though he, just, he wasn't on the field for when the goal was conceded. So. I, have that, I have that in my notes. My question for you is you get nine points from Aro. I have Laurent Simon, who gets four points. But then you have R who got subbed off and you yeah. still have the five points for the clean sheet. How does that work? It's just such a, it's such a, you know, you, you can't give him responsibility for losing the clean sheet because he wasn't on the field at that point. So you're telling me a defender could get injured in the first minute. No, there is, as far as <laughs> I know, we'll, we'll have to ask Ben, Ben bear who runs this whole thing about like what he thinks about this. But I believe that the, there's a certain point threshold. A so like time, if you're, yeah. if you're subbed off in the first half, and there's a clean sheet. You don't get credit for the clean sheet. Like but there's a point at which yeah. you see the clean sheet points go on. And I think maybe at that point, if you lose the clean sheet and you're on the, f- the field, then you lose those points. But if you get subbed off with those points, then you did everything you could to you know, exactly. commit to the clean sheet. Like a youth so. soccer rain delay where you're like 85 minutes in winning 2-0. Yeah. There's lightning strike and the game's over. Then you That's keep it. the result. It's a complete result. Sense. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. So what about what went wrong? Let's talk about what went I mean, you, um, you touched on a couple things that went wrong. I think... Betting on LAFC away to Orlando wasn't the greatest. You know, I got four points from Blessing 
And we, I think we both had better shore. That was not the greatest of all. That yeah, I had, better, I had better shore because you said you 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 said I, I, mean, I, I liked him. We, so. we liked him as an outside back. You know, it wasn't a, a terrible him. choice, but I mean, <laughs> I, I picked him because you picked him. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm so, blaming, I'm. Yeah, I got one point out of the guy, so I guess that's my fault. I'll take that. I'll take that yeah. on the chin. All right, um, but I did some math this morning actually. LAFC, they've scored two goals in their last 225 minutes, 225 minutes of play without Vela. In that same amount of time, they scored nine goals with Vela. Yeah. So it's like... Without Vela, it's a whole different A whole different animal. Game. So You know, I, I'm done better than them now. Like, unless Vela's back there... Yeah. I'll go there. But That's for now, fair. I think I'll probably back off a bit and just kind of... Eh, That's fair. I had, I had three points from uh, Quentin Westberg, who who had to go and blow that clean sheet, as we yeah. said. He had, like, ten points, and then he, had, he went down to three. So this is why I always get so worried. We talked about this before. I get so worried when a team goes from 2-0... To three zero if you have defenders, and then four zero because you're like that's it. They're definitely letting one in. I won that off. They're like they're up. We're up four zero. We're fine. You know. Yeah, you just you know <laughs> it, it, you see so many. There's very few score lines in MLS you see that are like five zero. Right. You almost always see five one six one seven one. You know the real blowouts because the team just you know it's a lot of game. You switch off right. Especially so because there's so many games in the season too. It's like yeah, once you're up four or five, you know you're comfortable. You're in the driver's seat. Yeah. I guess that's an easy way to switch off because you think that you're there already, you're home yeah. and dry, and then you know one thing happens, 90th minute PK, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. It's All frustrating. Right. Let's uh let's move on and talk about this week, double game weeks for Minnesota United, NYCFC, LA Galaxy, Colorado, San Jose, Real Salt Lake, Toronto, and Houston. Uh what um where are you going big? I, I, it's funny because this is a lot of double game weeks. I thought about single game week, guys. I haven't really ended up with any. I don't really have three from a lot of teams. I have two from a bunch of teams. I'm definitely doubled up in a lot of places. Um, I think this is one of the tougher double game weeks where you have a lot of guys playing each other, yeah. um, which makes it kind of, you kind of can't contradict yourself in terms of picking offense and defense and like, right. you know, who's scoring against your own defense. So it's yeah. tough to kind of choose you want here. I actually doubled up with Minnesota on defense. Okay. I went with, went with Gasper and Metonair. Um, that, that's, you know, a, that's a good call. Away, away to Houston and then the home at RSL. You know, I think, I think, I think they should be able to pull some out in Houston. We're not looking that great. Our node has no wins there yet as a, as a new coach. Yep. Um, and then our RSL at home too. Obviously you want to bet on Minnesota at Allianz field. That's a good one there. Um, and then I actually went with Magnus Erickson, not your favorite guy of all time. I know <laughs> I have Magnus Erickson on my team as well. Cause I, I, do, I, I know you take him. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put the personal stuff aside. Exactly, you know, like exactly. I, I, I did not enjoy him on the field against Minnesota United at Allianz field, but I have to just, he was a butthead. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. So, um, yeah, Metnir and, and, and Gasper, I've sort of moved away from, I've been trying not to take two defenders from a team for fear of it. If somebody else gets a clean sheet, you lose out on that, you know, like you can double up your clean sheets, but I sort of see, I think that Minnesota United can win in Houston, I don't think it's going to be a clean sheet. I think they should beat RSL. It could be a clean sheet, but I don't know. Like, I'm still yeah. a little shaky. So I've, I took Metonier because he has the, the higher upside on bonus points than a guy like Ike Opara or somebody like that. Um, I do a little cheaper too. Little yeah, cheaper. yeah, exactly. So you know, uh, what about NYCFC right now? I've got I've got Tinner home. I've got uh, who I think is maybe the closest you've got to a sure thing this week uh, for a guy that you just know he's going to produce uh, with two home games uh, in a defense that is is good. Um, they're missing some guys, but you know, yeah. uh, but they're playing against Toronto and San Jose, neither of whom are covered in glory right now. Uh, they're playing it at Yankee Stadium, which is tough. I've got Sean Johnson on the bench right now, uh, looking for a switcheroo. I have who's your switcheroo? 
So I have one too as well here. I have now we talked about this before. Right now I have Nick Romando. Okay. okay. That was not, one you mentioned, yeah. Not because I plan to keep him, but because he costs a lot of money. And I will see the full results of Sean Johnson because uh, NYCFC plays at six. Real Salt Lake doesn't play until 830. Um, I, I'm keeping him in there because that's the max I would use on a goalkeeper. And yeah. so what I figure is I'll see the, a host of results and then I'll either switch him out for a single game keeper or maybe I leave him in. They have a, their matchups are, are favor could be favorable ish. Um, <laughs> I, I went with the single game week switcheroo. Okay. where I once again bet on Cincinnati losing. Okay. Um, so I have Johnson on the bench hoping for the clean sheets. Um, and then I do have Evan Bush from Montreal. Yeah. Where he, they're at home to Cincinnati and I'll actually see both MICFC results first. Yeah. And then I'll have a chance to either, you know, drop Bush or keep Johnson and even go through and I could pick up another keeper if I'm thinking about a good result. Maybe um, Guzan possibly at home, Atlanta versus Columbus. Sure. Um, so there's definitely some decent uh, goalkeeper switch routes there. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how Johnson does, like we said, for NYCFC. I think their defense is stretched a little tight. You know, we said that. It's a, it's a tough sure. one. Uh, I think Tanner Holmes is a good pick. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're missing both their starting center backs. Yeah. Where do you go from there? Do you think that, you know, Toronto comes in and puts in a couple goals? I think it's tough to say. Pazuelo's looking decent. And they just come off five different goal scorers. Yeah. They'd probably be pretty, pretty confident going forward. That could be a tough one there. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Johnson gets me two clean sheets. Uh, obviously, Yankee Stadium, a tough place to play, but you know, you never know. It's MLS. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough because the, um, we saw based on Quentin Westberg, right? A, a good game, you know? lost that clean sheet. And so if a guy has two games like that, that's six points. One clean sheet is 10 points exactly. for most keepers, right? Like nine or 10 points or something like that. So you can still make it up, but it's yeah, a so, question of, do you, you know, take the risk or not? Yeah. So I think that, I think Bush is a pretty good call. Um, I worry again about Cincinnati because they get a lot of late one goals, one goals you know, but, <laughs> well, but I, I don't think, again. <laughs> I don't think the impact are blowing them out of the water is the thing. So I, I don't think the impact have the, the firepower to overwhelm Cincinnati the way that, that, you know, Toronto did. So they I just lost at home to DC United three zero yeah, as well. Who yeah. were DC were very cold away from home. I see a much more like two Oh one Oh game from Montreal, which means maybe, maybe Bush is a pretty good, a pretty, pretty good call in there. Yeah, it's what, just, it's just a safe option. Yeah. What safe about, option. um, the galaxy? This is obviously another uh, team. I mean, everybody's going to have Ibrahimovic, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's week, so. I think. I think the one thing I had thought to myself was my only surefire player right now is Laton up top. Yeah, you know he's he's away at Colorado and obviously home to SKC. I think you're guaranteed at least two goals. You know, it yeah. could go, up, go higher, could go lower, but I think he's the one player who'll get you points. He'll probably play full full in both those games. Obviously, having no game this week uh, before during international break, yeah. um, so he'll be fresh. Um, I think last time we had the double game week with Zlatan, he ended up having like a, a ton of points. Yeah. Four goals in two games. I feel like I have to captain him just because of. I captain him. You got to keep pace. He's not a differential play, but that's most people are going to captain him. So yeah. I am pairing him with Pavone, who's, I think that that partnership looks, well. looks good. Yep. So, um, and now are you still are taking an LA Galaxy defender or have you? I actually away dropped away from LA Galaxy defender. I went a little bit with Colorado, actually. Yeah. Um, I put Rosenberry on my bench. Okay. Just because I think there could be points there. Um, you know, it's, it's a decent play. Obviously you had Jamie 
who went strong with Colorado last week and ended up paying the dividends for him. He yeah. Had, I think he had Abubakar Abu um, and Rosenberry as well. And I think he, that's why he beat us because he got like you know, sure. 15, 20 extra points on us for having those Colorado defenders. Yeah. And you're looking at a price rise likely from those guys because they're, they're exactly. cheap. Rosenberry 6.1. So, um, and they had a good game last week. So yeah. you might be looking at, at a price rise. So that, you know, even at the end of the season, a little money never hurt anybody. So yeah. um, in terms of riding the hot hand too, I actually went with uh, Shinny Ishiki. Yeah. Hopefully he had two goals and also with Medina. So two guys who had two goals last week each, respectively. Sure. I think that maybe, you know, Medina gets minutes there for NYCFC and maybe Ishidashiki. He's guaranteed maybe one or two goals there. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, one home game, but one away game at Toronto, who's not always great at home. You know, they drop some games there. Yep. So I'm hoping, you know, ride the hot hand. Maybe they get some more goals there. You never know. Yeah. I've got, I've got some, some discount plays at, at forward as well, aside from Ibrahimovic, which is Castellanos and, and Mullins. I've got Mullins on the bench right now. Uh, just waiting to see if like he's going to play. So if he plays that first game, you know, we'll see. We'll see what he get out of him. Um, Castellanos, you know, we talked about this before before the show started, but uh, he didn't score last week, and you had him, so he's <laughs> going to figure to score this week as long as you don't take him. So please, Billy, don't take him. Um, it's, the, it's the budget plays. Do you go with a cheaper Ford and Castellanos? Yeah. Or do you bring in Matriza, who's you know, I think it was like eight million. Point eight million more expensive. Yeah, yeah. But do you, which one do you take? You know, either one of them is probably guaranteed a goal or two. Yeah. But it comes down to who will kind of have the the more upside, who scores more. I just I don't know. We'll yeah. see with that one. Yeah. All right. Make your case for Joseph Martinez because this came out beforehand um, as a possible single game week. If there's any single game week shouts out there, I think I think of all the single game weeks, um, players who could potentially come in would be Joseph Martinez. Obviously, you have Atlanta at home uh, to Columbus. And I think that, what is he, 13 games around he scored a goal? Yeah, so 13 or 14. It's it's, it's one thing where I am hesitant, obviously, because every streak comes to an end. Obviously, Minnesota sure. United was a 10-game unbeaten, unbeaten streak that was yeah. snapped. Yeah. Um, I think at some point he'll stop scoring. It probably won't be at home to Columbus. I think he gets you a goal, but we talked about how you, know, you do get the points from playing full 90 minutes, your bonus attacking points, where he won't get you as many points as you want, yeah. given playing time and such, but he could be a good option in terms of getting goals. Yeah. Um, definitely there's some production there, and he'll probably play full 90 against Columbus at home, you think. Yeah, I, I see it. You know, I think we talked about you probably need like at least two goals to make it equal to anybody else. I mean, if, if Castellanos gets a goal in each game, he costs half as much as Martinez. It allows you to spread some stuff around. Um, I'm I'm going to make my case for Valeri as a, as a, as a possible single game, yeah. single game week option because he, they play late. Um, so you can kind of hold off for a long time until Sunday. Um, and then you still have games after him though. I mean, you're going to be committed to most of those players already. But like, you know, if you need to pivot late, you can maybe find somebody else if you decide you don't want him. But playing at home for a team that is good, but that needs to make a playoff push against DC United, who have looked lackadaisical at best, I think, yeah. could be a big day for him. And he could come out. He could come out big. You know, I feel like I've just relied on the Timbers heavily in the past couple of weeks, and they haven't paid dividends. It's more been kind of. It's been okay. It's yeah, not been bad. You know, it could have been better. Um, I mean, Fernandez, you'd hope for him to score, and he had a couple bad games where nothing much happened. He didn't start, obviously. He had a stomach virus. Um, that kind of sucked. And then you had Valeri, <laughs> who came on with, I mean, nine points as a captain. Yeah. It's not bad, but you no. want, like, you know, 12, 13, 14, those big points for your captain. Um, at home, you expect that as well, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I might stay away from Valeri this week just because sure. I feel like the Timbers, you know, they do play well at home, but there's these cagey games where they, the team sit back. Thought that SKC game, it was very kind of yeah. very late, very late. Valeri's cross was a thing of magic, a thing yeah. of beauty. But otherwise, besides that, it was just they couldn't break him down. They're just passing around. Um, so I'm very hesitant to go to the Timbers just because of they look good, but to me it's just like 
it's not those dominant five zero wins where you get all those points. Yeah. It's a very cagey, you know, very let's pass, let's pass, let's pass until they actually break down. And it's just, it's not great for fantasy. Points. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I, here's my prediction this week. Somebody goes off. I think it's been a couple of weeks since we've had, you know, I mean, Vela or Ibra sometimes goes off, but I think we're going to have one of those weeks. My prediction is there's going to be somebody out there on a double game week who ends up with, you know, if you captain them, they're going to give you 40, 45, 50 points or something like that. So that's yeah. my, that's my prediction this week. I hope so. I actually went back and I looked at some of like the highest point totals ever in double game weeks. And you have like Rooney had a really bad, big week. Like I think it was like week four, maybe he had, like, okay. 45 points. Yeah. Had, like Zlatan with like 60 points as a captain and stuff. And then right. like, I think the highest score of all time was like a 250 for an entire week. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I really want to see one of those really big weeks where the dream team is like 300 or something, <laughs> something crazy. Like that'd be really cool to me. So maybe we'll someday, see. maybe someday. Well, the sand in the quarter hourglass has run out and we have come to the end. My friends for Minnesota United and Billy Rogers, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true. 